Welcome back to Proactive. I'm talking to Sebastian Blanco from Options Desk now. He's going to help us get a bit of a sense of what people can expect from the market over the coming week. And what a week it is, starting off relatively quietly today with Martin Luther King Day over in the US, but with plenty of fresh data out. And probably most importantly, we had a very big jump in the price of oil at the tail end of last week because of all of this that's been going on in the Red Sea. So let's start there today, Sebastian. What are you seeing? Yeah, absolutely, Tom. So, I mean, Brent crude rose $5 last week, settling above $80 a barrel. I mean, the continued targeting of US and UK ships by the Houthi rebels is expected to drive up prices further. I mean, firms which really have opted for the diesel around the Cape Hope of Good Hope in Africa have been hit with soaring freight rates. I mean, the price, just to give you an idea, of a standard container transported from China to Northern Europe uh, previously would have costed you sort of $1,500 in November. And now it's sort of an excess of $4,000. So those prices have really shot up. And, you know, we may expect some knock-on effects in the wider economy, you know, if this is to continue much for much longer. Um, yeah. Well, absolutely. It certainly adds a lot of time to the journey as well, all kinds of uh, follow-on disruption. And let's stay with Asia now as well, because we've also had some news out of Taiwan. Yeah. So over the weekend in Taiwan, it was a Saturday's election was really hotly anticipated. Um, the Democratic Progressive Party were re-elected for a third consecutive four-year term against strong pro-China opposition. Um, and the incumbent president, uh, Lai Ching-te, is now faced with trouble passing future legislation because he's lost his parliamentary majority after only obtaining 40 percent of the votes. Um, so Beijing's had quite a muted response. Um, which was to be expected given that he's lost his majority. But overall, you know, the picture is uh, good as there's a thaw in the relations. Um, it's all going on, isn't it? It feels like a time of flux, lots of variables. Let's uh, dial down the excitement level a bit, Sebastian, by looking at some uh, CPI data. I know that you guys are always keen to keep an eye on all the bits of economic data that get published. And this CPI data pertains to, I'm not sure which month, but it's here in London, isn't it? Yeah, so it's the monthly figure released each month. It's quite a big, important piece of data for that for us. I mean, it's quite a big week for the UK economy, in fact. I mean, Governor Bailey is due to sort of testify on the UK economy before the Lords Economic Affairs Committee on Tuesday afternoon after the morning release of jobless claims. And that will really warm us up for the consumer price index figure out on Wednesday. So it's currently forecast at 3.8% and it should be down from last month's 3.9%. But, you know, any unexpected increase in that figure will feed directly into the higher for longer narrative. We've become so accustomed to hearing from the Monetary Policy Committee recently. Um, we'll really have to wait and see the consumer's impact on inflation after last week's strong earnings among key retailers in the UK over the Christmas period and how that will all pan out. All going on is now. I was very interested to see this morning, Sebastian, that house prices, according to Right Move, have also gone up nearly 5% on the year uh, this, this month so far. So uh, certainly no lack of mortgage applications from the looks of things. Anyway, plenty for us to keep yeah. up this week. Thank you very much indeed for your time. And we'll catch you again uh, later in the week, probably on Friday. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you.